Welcome to Mouse Geek Radio, where your hosts from two coasts, Mallory and Scott, embrace their inner mouse geekdom with you. Welcome to episode 32 of Mouse Geek Radio for the week of August 13th, 2018. I am Scott Barrett here with my wonderful co-host, Mallory O'Brien. Mallory, how the heck are you? <laughs> I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. What's new? Uh, Well, let's see. I'm getting over a cold and I have a couple of vacations scheduled for the end of the year. Uh, well, bummer on the cold. Awesome on the vacations. Oh, yeah. I'm in countdown mode for my Disney cruise. Mm, that's going to be awesome. So, tonight we are going to have a little bit of fun and just kind of stay relaxed and have a conversation about some things we love about World Showcase. As I'm sure we've mentioned numerous times, Epcot is one of our favorite parks. And uh, we just kind of want to chat about some of the things that uh, we like. This is going to be so easy. <laughs> for me and i think it'll be easy for you to talk about <laughs> yeah i think um, i think so absolutely so world showcase is you know epcot's essentially two parks in one you have future world in the front world showcase in the back world showcase itself the concept of it is what something that i love i love that it is a year-round world's fair you can visit these countries any time of year and i i just think that's such a really cool idea it is a cool idea, and I know at the inception, and as these pavilions have grown, they you know they get sponsorship and input from the countries, which is nice. It makes uh, things a little bit more authentic, and as you go around World Showcase, you find that you do feel like you are sort of walking from one country to the next and engulfing yourself in that culture. Who are some of your favorite cast members you've met in World Showcase? Oh, man. Um... They're all, you know, native yeah, whatever I mean, the Italian okay, the Italian the Italian the Italian ladies that served me gelato on my last trip. So last trip a couple summers ago, and I guess now was there. And my youngest, my older daughter, my oldest daughter, uh, she looks a lot like me. I'm Italian. Uh, she's got darker skin, really dark, long, curly hair that's very thick. And we walked up to the she walked up to the gelato cart first and I kind of followed up behind her and the girl the ladies behind the counter started speaking to her in Italian thinking she was Italian. How funny. Um, and that was impressive. And she looked she looks over at me and she's like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> and they start laughing and they're like, Oh, you're not Italian. She's like, No. Well, yes, but no. <laughs> That is awesome. Um, but we had a great we had a great conversation with them and a great experience and and you know we got to talk to them about where my family's from and in, in Sicily and where they're from and it was a nice it was a nice interaction. Oh, you're Sicilian. I am Sicilian. Yes, my family is from Sasha, Sacha, which is uh, southern southern Sicily. That's so cool. Yep. So uh, so you couldn't throw some Italian over to them. 
No, nothing that would be uh, passing to uh, real Italians. They uh, they could see right through anything I tried to do. So <laughs> no, no, I didn't even attempt it. <laughs> just start naming food. Uh, uh, pizza. <laughs> yeah, pizza, spaghetti. Gelato. <laughs> exactly. By the way, they served wonderful gelato. It's insanely good. Absolutely. How about you? Any good cast member stories? I do love the ones in Italy because all the ladies are super friendly and all the men at Vianopoli especially are super flirty. They flirt with everyone. <laughs> and it's so it's so fun. They you know there's like a lot of winking involved. <laughs> <laughs> um, um I always enjoy uh the Canada Pavilion because I love Canadians and they're all so polite. And I'm trying to think of what other pavilion I really love. The cast members. Oh, Norway. Love Norway. Uh, because mostly I just like to look at them. They're all so <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> yeah. They're all like tan, blonde, um, you know, icy blue eyes. They don't even look real. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, and, and then I love their accents, of course. Right from Arendelle. <laughs> yeah, I, I've had really good experiences with a lot of cast members. I've never been to a pavilion and been like, ooh, that was a bad one. I'm sure there are some bad ones in there somewhere, but sure. I, I really have enjoyed all my encounters with cast members in World Showcase. No, I'm with you on that one. Uh, you know, in general, the cast members are pretty good, but yeah, those are unique experiences. So, uh, yeah, watch out for those. Um, if you had to, if you had to uh, choose one of the pavilions as your favorite. Like if they get tore down everything but one, which one would you keep? You go first. Oh, oh man. Well, I asked you that question because I didn't want to answer it. <laughs> um, okay. So That's if I had deep. to choose one, if I was, let's see. Okay. So if it was a trip with my family, I'd have to choose Japan because that's, that's their favorite. Um, got and it. I got to keep my family happy. You know, that's, that's why I take them on vacations, keep them happy, keep them yeah. calm at home. Uh, for me, if I had to choose one, uh, it's tough. It's kind of between Germany and Norway for me. Um, I, I I like Germany a lot. I, I don't know. I like the beer. I like the atmosphere. It's kind of, you know, I like beer garden. Oh, my gosh. We'll get to that. But then there's Norway. Norway is beautiful. I'm a huge fan of the Stave Church uh, uh, exhibit. I, you know, the attraction there, I absolutely love the the school bread and the bakery yeah. oh my gosh oh, um you know it comes down to carbs so it's either pretzels or, or school bread to me so nice. I, I can't choose i see i'm having trouble deciding between france and actually probably mexico mm. uh you know france the food is just fabulous and the film i love and of course all the all the beautifully manicured uh, gardens and hedges in that area are really pretty. And the shops there, they sell fancy wine and perfume and things. So you just feel fancy. Oh, for sure. <laughs> and then, um, and then Mexico, like my, one of my favorite things just in life is outside inside <laughs> where it looks like you're sitting outside, mm -hmm. but you're inside it's conditioned air and there's no bugs. Or issues with, you know, weather. <laughs> so that's one reason why I really love the Mexico Pavilion. Also, I really like Sun on Hell Inn. I love the uh, Grand Fiesta Tour. And La Cava is a lot of fun. So I just like the vibe in there. I think it's, of course, it's going to remind me of Coco Sum. There's 
uh, it's basically, you know, all blue and orange. Yeah. You've got the marigold and then you've got the blue backdrop of the night sky with the volcano. It's just so pretty. Now, have you, uh, I've never been to La, La Cavia. Have you been there? Yes. Their queso. Woo. It's amazing. All right. I'm going to, I've made a promise. So I'll be down there at the end of the year for, uh, almost a week. I'm going to make plans to try to get there at least once. Oh, yeah. You got to go in there. And My, they're all so nice. Yeah, that's what I hear. And, uh, you know, have some tequila shots and some food and, and take in the culture a little bit. So you also like the France Pavilion. Have you eaten at Chasse de France? I have not. Okay. Have you? I have. I ate there once uh, seven how did you years feel? ago now. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It was fancy. I mean, you know, it felt fancy. Um, it's nice inside. I had short ribs, and I remember them being really, really good. Um but I wasn't, like, blown away. Like, I don't remember it like I do a really good night at La Cellier, for example, for me. Um, right. See, I'm not huge into French food. I like French treats, but I don't like French entrees. Does gotcha. that make sense? It does, absolutely. Um, you know, I love that the French love real butter and have a lot of bread in there. Sure. <laughs> um, in their treats. Um, of course, the ice cream back there, the macarons. The sandwiches, the pastries, love. Another thing I love about World Showcase is International Gateway. The fact that it exists. It's the only park that has two entrances in Walt Disney World. And a lot of guests don't even know it's there. Uh, They will soon know once the Skyway is installed. But at the moment... When you can, you know, you can enter and exit through that International Gateway back entrance. There are only a few touch points and it's just so calm and chill. You can hit one of the friendship boats or you can walk just around the boardwalk area. I I love that entrance so much. I do too. That's one of the only entrances I've ever used. Actually, I think that is the only entrance I've ever used going in. Well, aren't you fancy? I'm very fancy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, I've used the other one as well, but this is like my main one. And really, it's because of where I stayed. You know, we stayed at Beach Club last time we were down there, and we walked kind of around to that. And I stayed at the Swan. um, And that's that was my entry point there. And I think the first time I ever went to Epcot, uh, I was with a friend and we ended up parking at like one of the hotels there on the boardwalk, um, one of their parking lots. And, uh, we walked in through that way as well. So that was kind of, that was my first experience in Epcot was through that entryway. That's really cool. Now yeah. you have to try going through future world next time. <laughs> so you yeah. can experience it from that direction. I've, so you've never taken a monorail. No, I've Epcot? done that. I've done that. We did, did, did that once. Okay. We did that once. We and I remember walking through, and you've got all the big stone tablets and, and all that stuff. Now that's u- that's ugly, but, <laughs> but yeah, that's why we only did it once. <laughs> under Spaceship Earth is really cool, and it then is. especially the the only thing I miss when I exit the park through International Gateway at night is you miss all the fiber optic pavers in Future World. Like when you yeah. exit through Future World, you get to dance along those, and they're really beautiful. So that's like. That's like one of the only things I miss when I'm using International Gateway. <laughs> That's a good call. We saw those last time we were there. I forgot they were there. Oh, they're so magical. Okay, so we, we, we talked about a little bit about uh, uh, eating in France with uh, Chef de France, but I love uh, 
you know, I've, I've talked about Lasalle hands, you know, over and over again before. And uh, uh, but if I had to choose one that wasn't either one of those two, uh, I think it, it goes. It's hands down Beer Garden. I love that place. Um, you know, it's a big German buffet, German steins of beer. You know, an Oompa band. It's like Oktoberfest inside. It's like the outside inside thing that you were talking about, where you're inside and they kind of try to make it look like you're outside. And uh, it's just a heck of a lot of fun. Do you try to hit it every time? Or no, every I've only time? done it twice. Um, I'm going to try to do it again this year. Um, uh, but I've done it twice. I did it with both times with friends. I didn't do it with the family because I don't think they'd like the food. And my wife doesn't really drink beer, so. I'm not sure they would enjoy it, but uh, I absolutely love it. Again, it's just it's just like a good time. I mean, you feel like you you just kind of relax, and there's everyone singing and dancing, and you know, there's kids down near the stage dancing, and they they bring out like the big I don't know I call it like the Ricola horn. It's like from Ricola commercials, yeah, right? Yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about. Exactly. <laughs> you know, the guy blowing the horn on the top of the Matterhorn with his his you know his socks up and his his I don't know. He looks like the guys who climb the Matterhorn at Disneyland and. Uh, I just I love the experience. I think we both love a lot of the food in in World Showcase. Period. <laughs> um, it's it's some of the better food in Walt Disney World, especially in park food. There's a lot of really good restaurants within the resorts, but if if you want to go and have a nice dinner, Epcot is the place to be. I mean, as far as the largest number of options. I agree. And not even just dinners, though. Like, if you want to just, like, snack. I mean, do you have some oh, favorite yeah. snacks that are sort of your go-tos when you get there? Mm, oh, definitely. And it's all sweets. <laughs> Except for Germany, the giant pretzels. Yeah. They're better than any other pretzels on property. Oh, they're amazing. You, yeah. People think that, that it's just a regular... You know, Costco soft pretzel, which I'm not knocking those. Those are awesome. But <laughs> um, these are amazing. They, you know, they boil them on site right there. So excellent. Got to love those. Good call. Got to love school bread. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Um, what else do you love? That's Those are my two go-tos right there. Like I said, it's all about the carbs, man. <clears throat> always. Um, I always go to Caramel Kusha, and I get something to eat there and one for the road. Gotcha. And <laughs> usually they have a they have like a s'more uh that they do with caramel and they dip it in chocolate and you know drizzle caramel all over it, all that fun stuff. I'll I'll eat one of those there and then I get the caramel filled chocolate cookie for breakfast for the next morning. And didn't get that to go. <laughs> oh, that sounds yummy. <laughs> I love that place so much. And we usually if there's warm caramel corn, we got to get a bag of that too. My goodness. Yeah, I think the only other snack place that really comes to mind, and it's again, it's sweets, is the, the place in the France Pavilion, which I refuse to try to pronounce. Uh, we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, you yeah. know, they've always got goodies in there. I mean, tarts and macarons and, I mean, you name it, it's in there, and it's all delicious. It is. That is a great place to stop, especially if you're staying at one of the boardwalk resorts. Mm -hmm. Stop there, get a treat. And you can just eat it while you walk back to your room. Absolutely. So good. Yummy, yummy. Um, let's see, what else? Thinking of like snacky food, I don't, I've never eaten food at the Rose and Crown Pub. However, that's uh, my go to, one of my go to places for beer. Uh, after, uh, on my last Epcot day um, of any trip, I have 
sort of become a tradition where I have a black and tan, which if you don't know what that is, is a stout and a pale ale or lager that is sort of mixed together in a way where you have the lighter beer at the bottom and the stout sits on top of it and it's absolutely delicious. I make them at home and uh, yeah, it's, you know, it, you go in there, it's, it's like an English pub. And I'll, I'll say, I've been in there, I don't know, four or five, maybe six times now and there's always, you know, there's music maybe going on or whatnot, but it, it always seems like it's the place where the younger crowd gravitates that seem to want to drink a lot. Yeah, college um, kids. College kids, uh, mm-hmm. bridal parties. Like I was in there. I can remember walking in there uh, with my daughter on her last trip, and she she was laughing her her booty off because there was a a woman in there. It must have been a bridal party. She had the whole nine, you know, the crown and the sash and all that, and she was I blitzed. I'm surprised they didn't kick her out. <laughs> and she was like trying to dance and sing and she was slurring. And, and I, I look at my daughter and say, that's why you don't drink because <laughs> you, you look like that. <laughs> Let this be a lesson. Oh, yeah. But it's a nice it's a nice little place. Again, I've never eaten food there. I've heard the fish and chips are, are not bad. Um, I I think that they're they're fine for in park fish and chips. Yeah. And a lot of people really enjoy Rose and Crown for their viewing spot for illuminations. Yeah. They have the outdoor seating there. So I, a lot of people like to make reservations right around, you know, 8, 830 and ask for a table by the water so they can watch the show from there. Um, I can't ever get past the smell of the malt vinegar when you walk in there <laughs> <laughs> um, um, which I like malt vinegar but I don't like the smell of malt vinegar sure. <laughs> so uh, I have an issue with that so it's like that fried fish and malt vinegar stench so I'm like I gotta get away from here no, but I love the shops in the UK pavilion all the cast members there are really fun and then of course you have uh, a really cool tea shop mm-hmm. and you've got Beatles merch. You've got football merch. <laughs> it's it's fun. I really like it. Do you uh, do you have any favorite adult beverages that you like around the uh, World Showcase? I like the Italian Margarita at Vianopoli. It has limoncello in it, so it's a little bit more tart. It's not super sweet. Mm-hmm. Uh, same with the La Cava margaritas there i don't like the the fiesta one with the with all the different fruits in it it's just too sweet um but i I like just straight up um and then the the frozen beverages at the france pavilion are nice the the grego citron and the gremonier orange slush the citron is less sweet so yeah I, i guess i gravitate towards things that are a little bit more tart interesting that's good to know I tried I tried those on your recommendation on the last trip and they were good. And I I hear a lot about the Tipsy Ducks in Love. Have you heard of this? No, but a great name. Tipsy Ducks in Love, huh? I'm going to have to look that one up. Oh uh, yeah, iced mocha comes with a shot of bourbon and whipped cream. Oh my. Sounds so heavy. All right, I'm in. That's on my bucket That's list. That's dessert. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> where do you shop? Uh, do you go in the shops? Uh, do you care about the shops? Good shop? question. Yes, I do. Um, <clears throat> we have, uh, I say we, because I'm not a big shopper, so I kind of 
thought about my family vacations on this one. Uh, there is the absolute one-stop shop that they gravitate to, and I think it was one of the first things we hit when we hit Epcot, and that is the, I'm going to try to pronounce this, the Mitsukoshi Department Store. Yeah! In the Japan Pavilion. Uh, my family is huge into the Japanese culture. Like, is let me rephrase that. So, some of the Japanese culture, including anime and manga they watch and read um i don't know dozens of these things every week when they come out and then they get together on friday nights this is my wife and my daughters and they talk about them and they talk about the love triangles and the boys and the girls and what's going on and it just it's how fun it's it's really neat uh my youngest daughter's really big into pokemon which they have a huge presence there uh she is now into Kawaii, which is you know cute. Yes, and um, they have some stuff there. Hello Kitty. Does she does she love the Kawaii Disney artwork? She does, and I will tell you how deep into Kawaii she is getting. She has recently colored her hair bright pink, and she's wearing love. it in ponytails or pigtails. She has bought uh, for this school year. We got her uh, certain types of shirts and and uh, I guess skirts, so outfits. Um, that is that is more towards the Kauai side of things than uh, maybe the American side of things. If you were going to compare it, uh, and she took her her class pic, her school pictures yesterday, uh, wearing one of those outfits, and everyone was was sort of like, "Oh my gosh, that is the most awesomest thing ever!" So she got a lot of good feedback from her friends, and her friends are now trying to get their hair colored, trying to convince their parents to color their hair and all this stuff. And so she's starting this little kawaii movement in her school, which is awesome. That is so fun. Yeah. So uh, this place is like the bomb. It's it's like you know it's a huge store. We spend at least an hour in there just walking around. You know, we give the kids a, a travel budget they can spend on souvenirs and they they use it very wisely in this place they've bought in hats and jackets and t-shirts and stuffed animals and uh, i think my wife found um a graphic novel set of manga uh that she'd been looking for there and she ended up picking up and, and taking back home um it's just it's a tremendous place and then as you walk through it it sort of moves you through almost like ages in a way like you start off in the in the front where it's very young and like it's like pokemon and plushies and as you move forward you get into more teen stuff where it's more graphic novels and more things that are like maybe i would like like zelda and you know video game Aww, video game zelda. yeah zelda video game culture um and things like that um and then you as you move through you get into more adult clothing and then you start getting into i mean gosh they have everything swords and you know clay tea sets. pick a pearl pick a pearl you know they they just expanded that so they had this little station where yeah you could basically pick a pick a what is it an oyster or a clam yep. oyster right yeah you open it up and you get a pearl and it's like a big deal they have those down in san francisco a lot uh, uh, believe it or not and uh, so it's like oh yeah i remember seeing them and they this is so popular and they 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 expanded it uh recently in the store to to take up much more room and there's you know, much more availability now to get people. There are entire schools. YouTube channels dedicated to this. Oh, man. Did you know I that did exists? not know they even had one. One of my friends sent me a snap one day saying, um, I'm addicted to these pick a pearl videos. Like I said, they have that at Walt Disney World. She was like, Are you kidding me? She's like, I can't stop watching these. This is so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I didn't even know there were channels like that. That's hilarious. I had no clue. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, really cool place. And then you work you walk through and you get into stuff for your home. I mean, they've got 
clay pots and plates and cutlery and, and all that kind of stuff. And then in the very back, you get into a lot of the uh, Japanese sweets and snacks. Some things like, you know, mochi balls and, and things are sort of a little bit more normal to me. And then you get into like dried, you know, Shrimp. shrimp and squid and things like that and it's a little bit more yeah. uh, not not my you're a little more adventurous yeah you can try those Wh- i'm pretty boring and i stick with the sweets yeah <laughs> i stick with the sweets and i really like the wasabi uh snacks i think they have wasabi peas or wasabi snacks. oh yeah peas. those are good absolutely delicious you get a wasabi peanuts excellent good call on those as well uh but yeah so that that store is like i mean that's that's the store yeah, that's an awesome store. I think I already mentioned I love the store in the UK. Mm-hmm. I always love looking at the the Helly Hansen gear when I go to the Norway Pavilion. I guess I, I love Helly Hansen, you know, fleeces and jackets oh, yeah. and their sweaters. It, I, I love all that. And, of course, it smells like Layla, the perfume, <laughs> when you walk in there. So love that. Um I don't. I don't do a ton of shopping in World Showcase. It's usually shopping for food. So caramel kusha. I'm spending time in there, <laughs> and then I, I do like. I do like browsing through the shops in the France Pavilion, but I'm not like a shopper in general. Yeah. But I think I really enjoy uh, the China and the Japan pavilions. Walking around there, and Morocco is quite interesting as well. Morocco, I wrote that one down in my notes. I like Morocco, so we, we will probably never buy anything from there, but it's wonderful to sort of walk in that area and window right? shop. You hear the sounds and the smells. Beautiful. And it's absolutely gorgeous there. Yeah, they have a lot of really pretty artwork and um, beautiful fabrics, and it's, I don't know, it's very neat to me. I like it there. I'm going to throw one out here that uh, – that I like, and it's probably not one that most people think of. And I don't—I mean, I like it just because I like to see some of the items that are in there. And it's the uh, the Northwest Mercantile in Canada. Oh yeah, and, you know, it's it's all Canadian stuff. It's shirts with maple leaves. It's maple leaf, you know, chocolate maple leaf. It's maple, maple candy, syrup, maple which candy, is amazing. everything maple. However, the one thing I absolutely love in this place are things like the soaps, where it's like moose spit. And oh rac- yeah, they're funny. Raccoon, you know, vomit or whatever. They just they have really funny names for this stuff, and uh, we get a kick out of it with the kids. Those crazy Canadians. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Eh. And that's just a beautiful pavilion. It is. Oh my gosh, it really is. I love the the second level. You know, when you walk past the totem poles, up the steps, and then you can look down onto the water feature, and you can sort of see. Victoria Gardens from up there. I, it's just so pretty. I still can't figure out where the gurgling sound is coming from. There's like a fountain <laughs> in Victoria Gardens. And every time I walk by, it's like it's a gurgle, but it sounds like a burp. And it's pretty consistent. And I guess there's some sort of pump in there, but it's not like a pleasant sound. <laughs> it's like this like gurgly, burpy sound. I kind of want to, I want to record it or see if somebody else knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna have to listen for that. Maybe they don't even know where it's coming from, and that's why it continues. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they. Maybe it's supposed to be part of the ambiance, and I'm just missing it. <laughs> but um, I love a water feature, so I love the waterfalls in the back of that pavilion. Love it. Good call. Um, how about shows? Like, that's a big thing in World Showcase. What kind of shows do you really like? I like them all. You like them I all? I mean, I truly do. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I, ha- it, I have to be in different moods for different shows, though. 
if I'm like do- I'm like dead tired, I'm not even gonna attempt American Adventure. I will sleep through that whole thing. Yeah, it's too comfortable in that theater, and that is 45 minutes long. It's dark. It's cool. No, I can't pay attention if I'm dead tired. What you need is um, one of those. Uh, what do they call them? The uh, the tipsy ducks in love. There you, you go. Need, you need a couple of those to take in there with the uh, the mochas. <laughs> I can always see Impressions de France. Yeah. Any day, any time, any year. Um, I I really enjoy O Canada. It's more, it's a little bit more silly. So I think it's really good for families, especially. And although I don't love standing, the the 360 areas are great for when you have younger children who they can't sit still anyway. So they get to, you know, they have their own little space to stand and look around and jump if they want to. Um, I I do appreciate that. Yeah, I like the O Canada one a lot. It it uh, you know it's you know it's Martin Short. Love Marty. I mean, Don't pass it to Marty. It's Martin Short. And Martin Short to me is like one of the few celebrities that brings that childhood memory of Disney back to me. The other one is really a Steve Martin. Um, right. You know. You're, I mean they're kings. You saw them on TV a lot. They're just to me. That's like that brings back that kid thing. And then the other thing, like you said, you know, you got to stand. But it's uh, it's 360 degrees, and it reminds me of like you know seeing Circle Vision with my family in Disneyland. And I love that feeling. It just again, it there's like a nostalgia thing there for me. Um, plus, it's it is a kind of a fun movie. Um, and I like going down there. I like being down in that area. It's all woody and and. Yeah, you're like in a mine. Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> it's it's a nice little experience. And then yeah, I mean Well, and you're right by the water feature, so you get that that like splash mountain scent, you, get, you know, <laughs> the wood in the water. Do you hear the gurgling sound down there? You can't hear the gurgling because of the waterfalls. <laughs> you can only hear that gurgling burping sound when you are like walking toward the entrance of La Cellier. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then I, I love Reflections of China. I know that's going away. I'm a little bummed about that, but I love the music in that. And every time I go in there, I get really fired up and want to visit China. So it does its job, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's a good one. I mean, they're going to be updating it. And uh, I only saw that one once. And I was bummed that we didn't get the chance to see it uh, on the last trip. The kids didn't want to. And I only had so many dad rides I could take them on. So I chose uh, Impressions to France. That's a good choice. Yeah. Why is it? <laughs> um, I think we both love Le Cellier when we're talking about we go back to restaurants, obviously, go back to food. We know we both love that. <laughs> yeah, we do. And what's interesting is like people are split on that these days. Um, you know, a lot of people they believe, are. you know, the quality is not up to the price and the prices are high. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's it's an expensive meal. Uh, but to me, I still enjoy it a lot. It's a great experience. It's great food. Uh, I always have a wonderful server, and uh, you know, it's kind—it's of, one of my go-to's. I mean, it's heaven. The cheddar cheese soup, the pretzel bread, the chocolate whiskey cake. I like the meal from start to finish. There, they bring that bread out with the salty butter. It's just so good, and it is overpriced, hundred percent. Everywhere in Walt Disney World is, <laughs> um, but. I mean, for what it is, I think it's really tasty. It is. Um, yeah. I, you, you, hit, you hit every nail on the head. I got nothing else to add. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing I love about World Showcase is, of course, being there at night. 
especially when they light the torches. I think it's beautiful. It is beautiful there at night. And it's just so different than any other park. It feels different. So, I don't know. I just love the feeling at night, especially when it's not during a fest. <laughs> like, when you're there not during food and wine. Uh, food and wine is awesome. But, especially on the weekends, you know, Friday, Saturday, Sunday night, even a little bit on Thursday night, you got a lot of locals. You got a lot of people pushing you around. But when it's, like, regular old Epcot, and you get to hang out in World Showcase at night, it's just so relaxing. So beautiful. I agree. I, I mean, I, yeah, it, it really is. You get a nice little breeze. If you got the great weather out there, if you get good weather out there at night, and yeah, you watch, just walk around, just grab a, a drink and a snack and just walk around. You don't even have to go inside anywhere and just enjoy the atmosphere. I love having the water feature of the lake right in the middle. I mean, you get the reflections and, you know, you get to see pavilions across across the water, which adds a nice touch of, I don't know, magic. It just looks awesome. It does. Do you? How do you feel about fest? I would love to experience one. <laughs> okay. Uh, um, I've never been to one. Have you been to one? Yes. I've been to um, Flower and Garden. I've been to Food and Wine. And I hit the last couple of days of the Festival of the Arts this past year. So what did you like the most? I like and dislike things about each of them. I probably like Flower and Garden the best because they they still have some food booths, but it's not as overwhelming as food and wine, which that is a positive if you can visit during the day on a weekday and you're a big foodie and you want to go experience a lot. Food and wine, that's the time to go. Um, you're, you'll get to experience and taste a lot of different things. But for Flower and Garden... It's, it's a way scaled down version of that. And then, you, of course, you get all the beautiful horticulture. You get the cranberry bog. You get all the beautiful flowers and topiaries everywhere. The topiaries they put throughout World Showcase are so cute. I mean, you can, you know, photo ops for days. So I'm a, I probably like that one the best. Yeah, I think that's the one I'd like to see the most. I think you would love it. That sounds beautiful. Are they busy though, right? Busy times. Uh, not necessarily for, uh, for flower and garden. And then the beginning of food and wine, it starts like in August now. <laughs> it's like in September is not a very crowded time to visit Walt Disney World. So that's a really good time to do food and wine if you ever wanted to go in the month of September. Gotcha. Okay. Um, how about attractions? Like we haven't talked about attractions yet. I mean, there aren't that many. (laughs) There really really aren't. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, there really aren't. For me, if I had to choose, I mean, to me, it like comes down to two of them, right? It comes down to one of the Mexico Pavilion and one of the Norway Pavilion for me. Um, And I'm a fan of the Frozen Ever After attraction myself. Oh, yeah. And Grand Fiesta Tour, I'll always go on that. There's never a wait. It's just a chill boat ride. You get to go by the... Uh, seating area of Sun and Helen and I love Donald so yeah it's it's like a it's like a little break from standing and walking all day for me <laughs> yeah for sure I'll go on any boat ride anywhere but frozen ever after blew us away um, you know it's incredible the queue was outstanding we had a great time waiting in the queue um, it's it's again one of those 
inside looking like an outside thing, um, which is <laughs> it's always really cool the way Disney does that. Um, the ride itself, you know, I rode the original Maelstrom a few times, and you know, I liked the ride, but I never, you know, I was. I don't know. It was never my favorite ride. It was a little confusing. It was a little huh kind of moment. You, you end know? up in the oil rig. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still loved it, but but it didn't. I mean, it needed to be updated. Yeah, yeah a little little off. Um, but this ride was great. the The animations were great. The animatronics were great. The music was great. The, it was colorful. It was just a lot of fun. It is a really fun attraction. I love it. I could ride it over and over again. It's a short one, so I wish I could ride it over and over again. Um, but they, I mean, they knocked it out of the park. They really did. It's one of the best dark rides in all of Walt Disney World. Definitely. Um, and if you want to talk about other attractions, I guess you could call that, the, all the character meet and greets around World Showcase. Really the only one where there's a wait is the, the permanent meet and greet that is Anna and Elsa in the Royal Summer Hosts. That, that's going to have a little bit of a wait. But um, you can visit most characters in World Showcase and meet them with very little weight because they're coming in and out all day long. Love meeting Donald in his sombrero. Mary Poppins and Alice are usually back in the UK pavilion. You've got Belle at the France pavilion, Mulan in China, um, Aladdin and Jasmine hang out in Morocco. I'm sure I'm missing some others, but... There's tons of characters that you can meet. Uh, so especially if you have princess-loving daughters, it's a great way to meet them without having to use up a fast pass or spend a lot of time in line. Yeah. I don't do those anymore. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, For sure. Um, let's see. So I got a few things I'm going to mention real quick here that are sort of... Go for it. I guess... Nah, they're not really attractions, but they kind of are sort of, I guess. So the first thing is the Stave Church Gallery in Norway. Oh. So absolutely love it. Um, you know, we're into all that Norse stuff in my house, and uh, that's always a fun thing to go through. Plus, it's just a beautiful building. Um, if you move over to Germany, I have spent a lot of time, uh, especially when I'm there with friends or if I've been there by myself waiting for people to show up, having a beer and watching the trains in the German train city go by. Oh, I love miniature things. That's yeah. another thing I love. Um, so, of course, I love Storybook Land. That's one of my favorite areas in all of Disney parks. So, yeah, the German train city is super cute. Could stare at that all day long. Right? Exactly. So you just sit there and watch it, and you're mesmerized uh, and hypnotized. Um, the last thing is a holiday-based uh awesome thing and that is during christmas and we were there uh my family's first trip in 2011 during christmas and we got to see some of the storytellers that come out uh, at the various pavilions and tell uh the story of the holidays and christmas uh you know and how it relates to their native countries which is really cool that's so much fun so if you've never done that and you're there during the holidays i highly recommend you catch a couple of these we saw uh uh, Sigrid in Norway talk about uh, the Norwegian Christmas traditions and we saw Helga tell stories of the Nutcracker in Germany and uh, you know the kids loved it they were much younger than they are now um, but they sat 
and listened, and it was wonderful. The, you know, these characters are in wonderful costumes, and they're great storytellers, and it's a great addition to these pavilions during the holiday. World Showcase at Christmas time is just one of my favorite places to be. Uh, every pavilion is totally decked out. Um, back in the day, they had the Lights of Winter that covered the bridge between Future World and World Showcase that you could walk under. That was really pretty. Wish they'd bring that back. That'd be awesome. But um, <laughs> I love in the France Pavilion. I don't. I don't know if they do this every year, but a couple of years ago they put what looked like big ornaments in their gardens, and they had little tiny replicas of like the Eiffel Tower. It was it was really cute. And then outside of the UK pavilion, they had this giant spode china set. You know the spode one with the Christmas trees? I do. Um they had a big teapot that looked like it was pouring tea as like a topiary. Um but it was a giant teapot. It's it was so cute. They just I don't know. They just do little cute things like that everywhere. And they, they even had little candy cane star bright mints on the light fixtures in the international gateway area so little touches that they wouldn't even have to do were i I definitely noticed them and i love it that's awesome Uh, now now i'm ready for the holidays man i'm yeah i'm happy i'm gonna be down there during that time it's gonna be fun i'm jelly bean peanut butter and jelly (laughs) So I've got really nothing else to, to talk about. I mean, I love Epcot um, in general and the World Showcase in general, especially uh, you know if I'm down there with friends, maybe not the family, but with friends, more adults, uh, or by myself. I just I love walking around there, and you know I love it so much. You know, on this next trip, I you know I'm going down to visit some friends. I booked myself at the Swan, so when I'm not with them, I can just kind of walk out my back door and through the International Gateway and just kind of hang out. That'll be so much fun. Um, and I think it's telling that they offer an Epcot after 4 p.m. pass for Florida residents because they know that's, you know, this is where people want to hang out. People want to go and be in World Showcase in the evenings. I mean, could you imagine getting off work and saying, yeah, I think I'm going to head over there. And just kind of walk around for a while. Yeah. People watch. Grab a beer, uh, sit on a bench. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the life, man. Not a bad way to end the day. Yeah. World Showcase is just really special. It's unlike anything else in any Disney parks. So I'm I'm glad it exists. Yeah, me too. And, uh, you know, I have a feeling it's it's going to grow and it's going to get be improved over the next many years. Uh, you know, there's a lot of talk that they're still thinking about bringing a Brazilian uh, pavilion in, um, especially recently. How many? A Brazilian of them? Yeah. Uh, what? I was making a stupid joke. I said, how many? A Brazilian? Uh, <laughs> okay, that's not a stupid joke. That's a funny one. <laughs> but yeah, there's been a lot of talk, uh, especially recently about that. Um, and then, you know, I think they're just going to keep improving it you know they they did some great things adding frozen into where maelstrom was and in that in all of norway and it's i think really plussed out that area especially for families and you know i hope they continue to do that we'll get a new attraction in france ratatouille that's right oh, i forgot about that that is coming 
I'm like so missing Epcot. Oh, I can't wait to get down there. I'm dying for it. Thanks very much for joining us on this episode of Mouse Geek Radio. You can connect with us by visiting mousegeekradio.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Mouse Geek Radio. Also, if you enjoyed this show, please don't forget to click that subscribe button to be notified when we post a new show. And if you'd leave us a review and rating on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate it. If you'd like to contact either of us personally, you can find Scott on Twitter at STBarrett, and you can find me on Twitter at Mallory O'Brien. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.